Hello, church family. Day 16, pushing along through. Today is a shorter section. We're going to be in first, uh, excuse me, Second Timothy chapter 1. And uh, it's shorter, like I said, but it packs a punch. And it really causes us to reflect on how we conduct ourselves as Christians, not just with like the way we act, but the way uh, we present the gospel to others. And so this will be interesting. Let me just kind of give you some context real, real fast. The Apostle Paul is writing to Timothy. So this is a letter to Timothy. And he is encouraging him, specifically we'll see in one of the verses, to never be ashamed to tell others about the Lord in this particular section. And it's encouraging for us because we shouldn't be ashamed either. I heard someone the other day say non-believers, most non-believers don't have solid reasons for being non-believers. They just haven't heard someone that made a compelling argument or persuasion as far as why God exists and specifically why the Bible is what points us to who God is. So that's, I mean, that's pretty interesting. If a lot of people that don't believe, they just don't believe because they really haven't. It's not that they have a lot of reasons why they don't. They just haven't heard a good, compelling uh, reason why they should believe in God as depicted by the, the Bible. So it's just interesting. So maybe you and I, me, I should do a better job of having... Thoughts, ideas, I don't want to say arguments, because we're not trying to win an argument here. But maybe I should have some compelling uh, bullet points of why someone should believe that God is real, and specifically the God of the Bible. And here we go, we should never be ashamed. But let's get into the text here. So first, 2 Timothy chapter 1, beginning in verse 3, it says, Timothy, I thank God for you. The God I serve with a clear conscience, just as my ancestors did. Night and day I constantly remember you in my prayers. I long to see you again, for I remember your tears as we parted. And I will be filled with joy when we are together again. I remember your genuine faith, for you share the faith that first filled your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I know that same faith continues strong in you. That is why I remind you to fan the into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So never be ashamed to tell others about our Lord. And don't be ashamed of me either, even though I am in prison for him. With the strength God gives you, be ready to suffer with me for the sake of the good news. For God saved us and called us to live a holy life. We do this not because we deserved it, or he did this not because we deserved it, but because that was his plan from before the beginning of time, to show us his grace through Christ Jesus. And now he has made all of this plan to us by the appearing of Christ Jesus, our Savior. He broke the power of death and illuminated the way to life and immortality through the good news. And God chose me to be a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of this good news. That is why I am suffering here in prison, but I am not ashamed of it, for I know the one in whom I trust, and I am sure that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until the day of his return. 
Hold on to the pattern of wholesome teaching you learned from me, a pattern shaped by faith and love that you have in Christ Jesus. Through the power of the Holy Spirit who lives within us, carefully guard the precious truth that has been entrusted to you. As you know, everyone from the province of Asia has deserted me, even uh, Phagelus and Hermogenes. May the Lord show special kindness to Onesiphorus and, and all of his family because he often visited and encouraged me. He was never ashamed of me because I was in chains. When he came to Rome, he searched everywhere until he found me. May the Lord show him special kindness on the day of Christ's return. And you know very well how helpful he was in Ephesus. Okay, there's some cool names there. Hard to pronounce. There's a lot you know, there in a short little bit. So we really could zoom in, though, to like verses 6 through, I mean, 8. I really like those particular verses. It says, this is why I remind you, fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you. And then he says, because God didn't call us into a spirit of fear or timidity. Look, I'm I'm the number one introvert. Like, I'm a recovering introvert, I guess you could say. I'm pushing through. I preach every Sunday because um, that's just what God has has wanted me to do. But that's hard. I have to take on this, what this says, and make it really applicable to me that the spirit of fear and timidity is not from God. And God empowers us through the Holy Spirit to overcome those things. And so, you know, and then he continues on. He says, never be ashamed to tell others. And don't be ashamed of me. Man, are we ashamed of other Christians? Are we ashamed of ourselves? Are we ashamed of the gospel? Because if we are, then it'll be evident because we never bring it up. We never, we never take the opportunities when it comes. I don't think this is so much saying... Hey, you need to go, you know, thump everybody with Bible tracks at the mall and, uh, you know, set up a camp on the the corner and, you know, harass people coming out of stores. I I don't think that's it. I do think, though, there are opportunities that come up that we could share the gospel with someone. And we know it when it comes up. And if we don't seize those opportunities then I think we need to check ourselves, and I'm the first one here doing this. Are we ashamed of him? Are we ashamed of the gospel? And if we are, let's just repent. Let's, Let's remember what the Bible teaches us. Let's remember how we didn't even deserve what we got as far as redemption, salvation, and let's just do better. Can we just agree on that? We're gonna just try to do a little better. If the opportunity comes up, let's seize it to tell others about the Bible and about Jesus. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for today. Uh, I thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness. God, I'm, I'm so sorry for the times I blew it. I knew I had the opportunity to bring up the Bible, to bring up you, uh, and I, I just failed to. God, and I'm sorry for those times, and I'm thankful for your forgiveness. I pray for myself and everyone listening That you would just help us, God, to do better in seizing those moments, those natural moments that are they're they're organic. It's not that we're forcing uh, it into the conversation, but it's it's a very real opportunity that presents itself at times during our conversations. God, would would you just help us to be ready for those moments and willing in those moments to not allow the spirit of timidity or fear to overcome us? 
but for us to be empowered by your spirit to really tackle those moments head on. God, I thank you and I praise you that we can believe that you're going to do this in our lives. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, church, hang in there. I'll see you tomorrow.